Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime Podcast. Okay. MC here, and today I have a really special guest with me today, Jennifer Pangaki. Takagi, yeah. Takagi. And uh, she's a, you know, heal, energy, balance, imperfections, go away type mentality. And further ado, what do you do? Tell me about yourself and where they can find you on like, social media website. Awesome. Thanks, Mason. I'm so happy to be here today. So I'm Jennifer Takagi, and my website is takagiconsulting.com, and I am an energy healer, and I'm a spiritual healer. And so I use multiple modalities to create alignment within the body, the spirit, and the mind so the body can heal itself. The modality we're going to use today is the body code and emotion code charts. Dr. Bradley Nelson is a chiropractor, and through his practice, he came to know that clients would come in, he would adjust them, they would leave, they would come back the next day with the same problem. And he learned that they had trapped emotions that were keeping the body from healing. So he has created a chart of emotions and we asked the subconscious mind to guide us to what emotion is being trapped in the body. Once we release that emotion by setting our intention to clear it, it's gone. And when we have a trapped emotion, we continually relive experiences throughout our lives to feel that again. We may not like that emotion, but the subconscious mind knows what it feels like. So it keeps going back to it. As he continued his work, he created a very elaborate chart path system that takes you through to get to the heart of the matter within your body on what is imbalanced. Once we create balance within the body, then it can use its innate ability to heal. So Mason and I have been talking earlier, he has a pretty severe cut on his finger. It's healing, but he's concerned about going snorkeling with the whole group on Sunday and getting in the ocean because will that create more bacteria, more problems? So today we are going to see if the body code chart can help create balance within the body so it can heal that finger even further. I want to put a caveat out there. I'm all about modern medicine. I'm, I'm, I'm a both and kind of girl, not an either or (laughs) never quit doing what the doctors tell you to do something holistic or on a different path. So whatever uh, medicines, prescription over the counter, you're putting on that to help it heal keep doing but this will just create alignment and balance to help it heal more quickly and more effectively and your body will help you with me on that yeah all right do i have permission to connect with your subconscious so that we can move forward so i use a pendulum for muscle testing and muscle testing is a yes or no type questioning and some people do it with putting their fingers together and making like rings and they ask a yes question and it's um, really strong. If they ask a no question, the fingers break apart. I learned using a pendulum and I started actually with a necklace that had a drop on it that was kind of heavy. You just need a chain and something that's weighted. So my first question, my yes or no's forward and back for yes, counterclockwise for no. So am I connected with Mason's subconscious? Yes. Can the body code chart help clear any imbalances around the wound that would keep him from going on the snorkeling trip? Yes. Is the first imbalance, I'll turn this so you can see the screen. 
Is the first imbalance on the left side of the chart? Yes. Is it energy? No. Is it circuit or system? Circuit or system. Is it on the left side of the chart? Yes. Is it a disconnection? No. Is it a system? Yes. Is it on the left side of the chart? No. The right side. Is it the top half of the chart? No. Is it the immune lymphatic system? Yes. The immune lymphatic system. Is it on the left side of the chart? Yes. Is it the top half of the chart? Yes. Is it a lymph node? Yes. Is it the thymus? No. Is it? A, it's a lymph node. All right. So I am not a doctor. I don't even pretend to be. And I don't have to know what these things are because yeah. your subconscious mind guided us there. So lymph nodes are widely spread throughout the body and are linked to each other by lymphatic vessels. The lymph nodes via the lymphatic system collect pathogenic invaders, waste materials, and fluids for processing. Lymph nodes store important blood cells such as B and T cells and other white blood cells. A swollen lymph node is usually a sign of an infection or illness. We know you have a cut on your finger. We know it's causing a problem. So your lymph glands are trying to clear it. So when we realign your lymph glands, that will help with the healing of your finger. So what we'll do is we will see if there is an additional imbalance. And once we get all the imbalances your subconscious mind is willing to let go of, we'll go from the bottom up and clear them. All right. Is there anything more we need to know about the lymph node? No. Is there an associated imbalance we can address? Yes. Is it on the left side of the chart? Nope, the right side. Is it a pathogen? Yes. Is it a physical pathogen? Yes. Is it on the left side of the chart? No, the right side. Is it a parasite? Nope, fungus. No, bacteria. Yes. So when I said parasite and fungus, it went counterclockwise. And when I said bacteria, it started going back and forth, which means you do have a bacterial infection. It's probably isolated in that wound. Makes perfect sense. Does that make perfect sense to you? Yeah, it has a uh, bacterial infection and all that stuff. Yeah. Hasn't been exposed, but maybe that it could be a concern. Well, and the bacteria also has to help it heal. So yeah. it's like, yeah. What it's came iffy. first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we need to know about this bacteria infection? No. Is there an associated trapped emotion? No. Is there an associated imbalance? Look at us go. We're getting really deep here. Is it on the left side of the chart? No. The right side of the chart. Is it a pathogen? No. Is it a misalignment? Yes. Misalignment. Is it the left side of the chart? Yes. Is it a system? Yes. Is it on the left side of the chart? No, the right side. Is it the top half of the chart? Yes. Is it circulatory system? Nope. Digestive system. Is it the left side of the chart? Yes. Is it the tongue? Nope. Stomach sphincter? Nope. Is it the stomach? Stomach. So the stomach is a muscular organ that secretes protein digesting enzymes, hydrochloric acid and mucosis, and churns swallowed food to begin the digestion process. Common symptoms of an imbalance, and this is what was very shocking to me to learn. Discomfort in the neck, discomfort in the shoulder, discomfort in the elbow or wrist. When you're talking stomach, I would not have expected those physical mm -hmm. yeah. things. But then the basics that you would expect. Hiatal hernia, acid reflux, stomach pain, ulcers, bloating, gas, constipation. 
or diarrhea. The stomach generates the following emotions, anxiety, despair, disgust, nervousness, worry, failure, helplessness, hopelessness, lack of control, and low self-esteem. So the stomach's turning away, it's doing its thing, and it's making things great, and it's also well, the, you know, I've had, I tend to like overeat, so the stomach could always be upset at times, and you know, it forces everything out. There you go. Is there anything else we need to know about the imbalance in the stomach? No. Is there an associated trapped emotion? No. Is there another imbalance we can address today? No. Is this all the body code chart can do for Mason's finger today? Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to clear these and we're going to set the intention of balancing and aligning these three things. <coughs> Pardon me. We're going to start with the stomach and work our way back. So deep breath in and we're going to align and balance the stomach. Is the stomach happy now? Yes. All right, that bacterial infection. Let's clear that out. Deep breath in. Have we cleared out the bacterial infection? Yes. All right, your lymph nodes. Let's align those and clear them. Deep breath in. Have we cleared out those lymph nodes? Yes. Are there any trapped emotions tied to this wound? Nope, nope. So you just, you cut your finger. There's no trapped emotion around the trauma of cutting the finger. And you just had some physical imbalances. Mm. And I think it'll be better. Oh, let's see how long it will take. Will it take a week for the finger to be better? No. Will it take five days? No. Three days? No. Will it take two days? It'll take two days and you'll probably see significant improvement. And if you do, I want you to hop back on and add a caveat to this podcast that it actually was better. Because mm -hmm. it takes a little while. If, I mean, you did it a little while ago. Your body's yeah. been trying to heal it. Yeah. Thoughts, questions. Well, all right. So, let's say, you know, a physical alliance, an ailment. Does the body usually feel like trapped with a physical ailment that's like minor? Or is it more like a serious alignment that tends to be a problem? Well, it can be either or. So anytime the body is trying to heal itself, something is out of alignment that could, could potentially be interrupting the healing process. Okay. So the cut on your finger is minor compared to cutting your finger off, right? Yes. But there were still three imbalances that were impacting the healing process. Now, is that eventually going to heal on its own? Yes. yes. Did this speed up the process? I believe the answer to that is yes. 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 Sometimes it's emotional problems that cause physical ailments. Okay. So someone who has an immense amount of anxiety can end up with ulcers yeah. because anxiety is an emotion that is churned and created in the stomach and stored in the stomach. So the more anxiety you have, the more your stomach is impacted. And that happens kind of throughout your body. And when you look at someone's life and you see that they have a lot of ailments, a lot of times you can tie them to events, not necessarily physical events, but emotional events, death, yeah. severe illness, 
things like that that can trap Usually the emotions. Usually grief, negative emotions, yeah. have the same impact as pain receptors in the body. Yes. The pain and stress, stress and pain go hand in hand because the only way that the body feels stress is indicating pain receptor. That is your body telling you something's not right. This is the alert that you need to worry about. And, you know, sometimes you need to figure that out reduce the pain because that can cause the actual pain to feel sore to feel ain't you know you know joints being tender and all that stuff absolutely every time so what's your like how you came to this methodology through the this chiropractor that you sought out more specific details or how does that come out well, I like to say that I was just on a bunny trail, hipping and hopping in through the woods, and I kept landing on different things. And I was at a mastermind, a women's mastermind, and we were all entrepreneurs trying to grow our businesses. And one of the people who came in to do a session was a spiritual healer. And I had a session with her, and it just started this whole, it just opened up this whole path of what else is out there, that whole curiosity factor. So I worked with her for a while. I found another person who uses Akashic Records, which are yeah. the messages on your soul. And then I learned Holy Fire Reiki, which is another form of Reiki. There yeah. are multiple forms of Reiki. And then I landed on Body Code and Emotion Code. And when I work with clients, I bring them all together and within a full hour session, I open the Akashic Records. We create the alignment in the body and the emotions for whatever their issue is. Today, your issue, your biggest struggle is that finger so you can go yeah. with us on Sunday. So clients decide what their biggest annoyance is. It's not necessarily earth shattering, but what is annoying them? Sometimes it's abundance. And our mutual friend, Michelle Abraham said, man, I've got a great business. I've got a great life, but I think there's something around abundance that's holding me back. I said, well, let's see if there is. And we did, and we cleared some things just like we did with you. We set the intention to clear it and we did. And she brought in $100,000 into her business within a month, but she had emotional and physical blocks that were keeping her from going to that level she wanted to be at. So it doesn't, it doesn't have to be just physical. It doesn't have to be just emotional. They're completely integrated. And so I love this work because most of the time clients feel better quickly. I had a client reach out to me and she said, how long ago was our session? I said, I think four months. And she has a lot of physical ailments that have been going on for you know, 30, 40 years. And she said, well, I just want to let you know, physically, I still have all the same illnesses, but inside, I just feel better. And to me, that was just a huge win. All right. So when you classify yourself, what is your catchy job title that you like to go by? <laughs> My catchy job title. You know, I'm just going to be honest with you, Mason. That was one of the things Brandon and I were talking about this morning. What is my catchy title? So multiple titles have been used on me and for me, and I'm pretty much okay with any of them. One is a soul care coach. I literally have a certificate. I'm a certified soul care coach. I am a certified body code and emotion code practitioner. 
I am a certified coaching specialist, and then I've got a whole bunch of other ones. But most recently, someone described me as a business intuitive because I typically work with spiritual women entrepreneurs, and it's kind of part of the whole intuitive package there. Uh, and yeah, my friends call me Witchy Woo. So, Witchy Woo. Witchy Woo. It's a little bit witchy, a little bit woo. Witchy Woo. Yeah, it's kind of fun, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> hey guys, I'm the Witchy Woo. Come on over, have a session where you can talk about your body and emotional code and behavioral code specialist. I know, right? It's hard to land on one. I haven't quite decided. Well, how about just do like the body code slash emotional code specialist? Well, yeah, only because it's more than that. That's the problem. Okay. Yeah, but I like that too. Lots of possibilities. The good news is. It doesn't matter. I'll land on one one day. All right. This is why this is called intuition and self-alignment. <laughs> exactly. It's a journey. It's not a destination. And the journey along the way could be potentially changed because everything is changing always. Yes, I agree with that. Just like the alignment of the planets is spinning on the axis, we have our own axis that we don't have a control of. It just happens. Absolutely. So, was there ever a time that you felt like you had a really interesting session that benefited you, and you didn't expect it to benefit yourself? That you've done with someone helping someone else? Well, I don't know if this is completely going to answer your question, but I had a client, and she had hip replacement surgery. Okay. And she woke up from surgery, and she couldn't lift her leg. Okay. And that went on for two years. And once she was standing with a cane, she could walk because she could kind of drag that mm -hmm. leg behind her. But pretty much her quality of life was diminished. So I started working with her and we only did emotion code because there's a lot of emotions when you wake up one day and you can't walk and yeah. do what you were always doing. And then it was like, okay, let's try the body code. And this magical body code process led us to the piriformis muscle in her hip. Mm -hmm. And it was out of alignment. And this was on a Friday and I aligned that same way we did. To, mm -hmm. We just set the intention, the piriformis muscle is happy and aligned. And the next day I was driving out of town and I called her and she said, what's up? And I said, I'm just thinking about you and I just really think that you're going to be able to lift that leg. And she goes, oh my gosh, I can lift it an inch. Now an inch doesn't sound like a lot until you consider it had been two years to the day since she had been able to lift it at all. We did one more session, she could lift it six inches after a couple more sessions and then her exercising it because you know, you got to build yeah. that strength back from not using it for two yeah. years. I'm happy to report she can step up on a curb. She can step up into her house. Uh, I believe she can now drive her car with her right leg and foot because she couldn't for two years. Mm -hmm. And as thrilled as she is that she got her life back, I'm almost happier than she is because it was so exciting to me to have gifts and abilities that could help bring her life back. Now, do all clients experience this? Maybe, maybe not. Do I guarantee it? Absolutely not. Michelle bringing in $100,000, no, you know, that's not typical. 
However, I'm so thrilled to have been a part of their journey and have played a small role in it. Yeah, because I, what I try with myself, I try to live in the moment. When stress happens, I deal with it. But when the stress is gone, I focus on other things. I keep going. I think that strategy has helped me immensely a lot because I'm not worried about the past. I'm worried about the future. But worrying about the future doesn't stress me out because I'm open to the possibilities of what the future can give me. Awesome. And I really like a positive mindset because a positive mindset affects many avenues in life that you don't originally expect. Absolutely. So what is a positive mindset that you keep to follow on the path that you want to be? So I just love waking up in the morning and my feet hitting the floor and just having the initial thought of this is going to be a great day. And Jack Canfield, the co-creator of Chicken Soup for the Souls and the Success Principles, he tells a story of someone wakes up and they stub their toe. And they are like, oh my gosh, I just stubbed my toe. It's going to be a terrible day. They stub their toe. They cut themselves shaving. Uh, they get stuck in traffic on the way to work. They spill their coffee on their pants. And by the time they get to the office, they pretty much had a shit day from start to finish already. And the same situation can happen to somebody and they can wake up and they can stub their toe and they can say, oh, wow, I'm glad I got that out of the way for the day. It's going to be a great day. And they go on to have a great day and they don't get stuck in traffic and they don't spill coffee and they aren't running late. So that positive mindset, I mean, for me, it's kind of like first thing in the morning. If you wake up and go, ugh, I don't want to get up, you are setting your tone for the day. Yeah. So. I like to get up and say, ah, oh, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And let's mm -hmm. go. Another thing about uh, waking up. I like to have downtime. Let's say before I go to work. Work full time. Amen. I'm responsible for that position. That's my job. I like to have time before I go to work. Just relax. An hour or two. Catch a phone show. Eat some breakfast. You know, answer some questions for the podcast. Maybe it's the cover art designer or the sound out, you know, sound editor that I have. I like to, you know, have something planned out. Maybe post an episode if I have time. Stuff like that before I go to work. Or watch a show and relax. Wake up, you know, do everything normal and then go to work. That's what I like. And when I get interrupted, I tend to think, okay, fine. So I have to rearrange my time schedule. So now my downtime is going to be after work, not before work. But that's fine because I'm making time later in the day for it instead of making that initial time before work and after work. I'm just making it after work. Sometimes some things are not in the control. And, you know, let's say there's a suggestion to do something before work. If I don't see I need to do it, I don't do it because I don't want to do it. I don't, I don't see the need to try to inconvenience me before work to do an activity that can be done later in the week. Okay. Sounds like you've got it figured out. Well, I, very particular. So I like routine. I like to stick to routine as much as possible. Yes. Because that is what keeps me balanced. Yes. I expect, you know, I expect what's day of the week that I work, which most likely going to happen at work, downtrack the truck. Dealing with customers, they're the floor. If I'm opening, there's a different expectation because I've been trained to do different things in the morning and closing. But each day, you say, okay, I gotta work early in the morning at seven o'clock. I need to go to bed a little earlier so I can get some, you know, five, six hours sleep so I'm not a zombie when I wake up in the morning and then I pick my day. I think routines are good. I like routines myself. And then when I work in the morning time, sometimes I don't eat breakfast. I 
I eat about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock when I get there. After that, I'm already in my shift and eat, and then that's my lunch time. That covers me from till the end of the shift. When I go home, I just eat dinner. Or eat a snack and then eat dinner. Excellent. I don't know. I also found I don't need coffee in the morning. <laughs> the reason is I don't need coffee to make me up. I'm not a coffee drinker. I never have been. So what's your morning routine? Oh, it depends on the day. On Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I get up, brush my teeth, throw on my swimsuit, and head to water aerobics. Mm. And typically, I come home and take a shower, and as my friends tease me, get camera ready with hair and makeup, I pretty much get up, get dressed every single day. Uh, I know a lot of people like to hang out in their sweats all day or pajamas and never get dressed, and they work. They're entrepreneurs, they work from home and they're working. But I just find that I do better if I follow my routine and take a shower and get dressed. You know, I might be dressed casually, but I have on clean clothes and I'm ready yeah, to yeah. go for the day. Like, you know, sometimes yeah. what I do, I don't take a shower until 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock and I have to <laughs> Sometimes I don't take a shower. But I'm in clothes that I slept in. I don't sleep in pajamas and all that stuff most of the time. It's usually the clothes I was the day before I usually sleep in. And you know, one day it's okay, but the second day I feel icky. It's kind of like smelly fish in the trash. Yeah, yeah, you feel <laughs> icky. And then it's like, well, I, I didn't take a shower. And most of the time I don't go without more than two days to take a shower because well, more than one day. I take That's a shower my... and wash my hair every yeah. single day. Even when I'm sick, I can't do it. I have to take a shower and wash my hair. No, it depends if I'm doing something. I'm going to motivate to take a shower. I don't know. I guess I just don't commit myself to take a shower. It's not your routine. It's mine. It's not yours. True. Well, it should be a routine. But even if I take a shower, sometimes I like maybe wash the body more and then skip them to the hair because i can go maybe it's like well i'm lazy today i don't want to wash my hair i washed my hair yesterday i can go two days without washing my hair you know i think we might be off the body code thing at this point in our interview yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know i don't know it's all about balance and how you find that balance it is absolutely so you bring up water aerobics. I think that's really important for you because the water, there is no limitation in the water. While walking, there is a limitation. So how do you feel that dynamic, how that play out? I've been going to water aerobics for many years and I got really into it when I had my first major knee surgery when I was 30 years old. And uh, I've been going pretty much ever since. And it, the water's cooler than your body and it helps with inflammation and helps with mobility. And, uh, and I have some great friends there. So it's also a social activity at the same time. Mm. And it allows me to walk and do the other things I want to do. So you had more energy by doing aerobics. Of course. So not having aerobics is that like kind of like messing you up a little bit this week? Not at all, because I'm on a business trip. Oh, true. So you just relax, so you're not as stressed. No, I, yeah, I'm good. I. <laughs> You kind of need to go with the flow in the moment. And so I can't, I can't expect to come to a beautiful resort in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, meeting amazing people in person, many of which I've known online, but not in person. Some I've known both and get caught up in, I'm not in my actual exact routine because there's nothing about this as a normal no, routine. Normal. So yeah, no, it doesn't bother me at all that I missed. And when I go back on Wednesday, 
I'll be back on Wednesday. And when I do a Batman one movie, I wake up, wake up early, go around, see how people awake, you know, if I want to, record a podcast, I'm up here, this big room. There you go. I have some episodes to record, and uh, I don't know, I am very open to what type of podcast episodes I do. So that mentality actually, you know, has opened the door. Interviewed Zuby, one of the cooks, mm-hmm. for the trip. Guess what? I had Sailor help me, being a translator, to talk with my favorite Helen Navarro. Because Navarro has a really good show in Spanish culture and Mexico, importantly, because it's a soap opera genre that they watch and it's like, it's a release from daily life. All right, well, this is a closing argument for the podcast. I think. Find the balance, find the alignment, and having a routine and mentality to find the mindset is good to find that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. And guys, this wraps up this particular episode of uh, intuition and self-alignment, how to find it and everything in between. Please uh, support Jennifer Nakagi at her consulting website, which is going to be in the description below. And you can find us on your podcast near you, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Go to www.ncamapodcast.com. That's M-C-A-N. I-M-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. And you also support us on Patreon. We have the blog NC Anime and the NC Anime community. You can come in and actually have extra content, bonus content, and more on that. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your day. Hey, guys. This is me back again. This time, I'm going to give a little bit of extra information on what happened in my session with Jennifer Tatagi about intuition and self-alignment what ended up happening was she diagnosed my finger she went from the lymph nodes the circulatory system to the stomach as mentioned in the episode and the recording but one interesting detail that about that imbalance of my finger and what could be other causes influencing finger or you know findings through one, through the other, through the other, was that my stomach all week was upset by the food I was eating. I wasn't used to the Mexican food. Also, there was an interesting aspect two or three days after I recorded with Jennifer Takagi when I was under hypnosis. And yes, in that episode, you have uh, me being in pain, mentioning of the stomach. So, Stay tuned to the hypnosis episode to see actually how my stomach was affected in my interview with Singri Zingati. But anyway, I can personally validate for Jennifer Takagi that she is spot on when it comes to one-on-one sessions that involves using the emotional code and body code to basically go over imbalances in your system and discuss imbalances and actually give you peace of mind when it comes to spirituality and just any issue you have at hand, a place to talk about it and have a, like a therapy-like session with the, with Jennifer Takagi. All right, guys. Bye. And that is how Jennifer Takagi is validated in my case, specifically what happened in the hypnosis. The hypnosis will be another episode coming soon. Bye, guys.